everyone, this is Austin Schur here with We Write About Music, and today I'm here with Carlo Capo Bianco. He has just released his debut single called Call You Sometime, and I am super excited to talk to him all about it. Carlo, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, you're very welcome. How's life? Where are you at right now? Um, well, I just released my debut single. So it's been very weird having it sure. out in the world for having it like in my head for so long. And now it's finally, you know, a realized product. Um, so I'm really glad it's been getting really good reception and I'm really glad a lot of people are connecting with it. So um, yeah, I'm just super glad that I'm finally being able to start my journey into the industry. Totally. I mean, it's got to be a weight off your shoulders, I can assume. I know how much work goes into these types of things, especially just like the overall nerves of releasing a first single. Uh, I can't imagine yeah. it's worse than that. But hopefully, like, as you continue to release, the pressure will be off a little bit, not that you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, uh, like I said, I'm really excited to be talking to you about it. The first thing I want to sort of dig into here is the lyrical content. So if you could please give me a background and everyone else a background on what the song is about, that would be very helpful. Well, the song is about, um, you know, that original feeling that you get when you're you know, you like somebody, but like you don't have a crush on them just yet. It's kind of just like that first yeah. tingle, you know, those butterflies that you get. So, you know, I have always been a very tragically in love person. I always am like falling head first, you know, into anything, even if I don't know the person that well, I just assume that they love me. So I'm like, yeah. I'm going to obsess over this person for a year. Um, so <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so that it's really about like longing and yearning and wanting, you know, that, that feeling of being in love. Um, and it's also about taking the first step and calling them and, and instead of, yearning for them to get to you you're kind of just like do you mind if I call you sometime like you're kind of just putting yourself in that situation and um it's a vulnerable situation to be in yes exactly um lyrically it's more it's softer in terms of my writing style because I really wanted to represent the innocence of the song sure um and that's why I mentioned baby powder and like strawberries and whatever else I mentioned. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I mean, the song itself obviously has this, this deep meaning to it and it's very relatable, but the actual sounds of it, like I, I really want to talk about the production here because the final product turned out wonderful. Like you've really done a great job. I want to know, uh, kind of like all the behind the scenes on the production, did you have any outside help? Any other collaborators that help you work on the song? Just any of the details would be great. Um, so I live in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Okay. And um, 
there is a very famous band here named Yes We Missed It. Like not to toot my horn, but <laughs> I got to work with the. <laughs> I got to work with the head of Yes We Mystic, Adam Fleur. Um, and he is a really exceptional person. Like I was, um, I had been working, I had worked on one song with him like about a month ago and a month before. And I kept coming coming to him with, with ideas. And um, so, we sat down and we just kind of, it was really easy actually, because um, it was kind of in the middle of the pandemic. So we kind of just, I kind of sent him some ideas over and he got back to me with like a really good instrumental within like two days. And then wow. as soon as the studio opened, we could, we got in there and we mixed and we recorded really easily. And, um, so that's how Call You Some Time came along. And um, the original concept was created by me and my friend, uh, Jesse, who's like also an incredible person and um, producer and writer himself. And uh, so, yeah, that's kind of how we did it. Um, but Adam is like a really great producer. Like I, I'm so glad that I was able to find it. Him. Yeah, that's awesome. Now I really want to check out their music because you're talking it up pretty high here. I'm sure yeah. it's worth my time. Um, so really, it was sort of like the obvious question here is, you know, considering this is your first and debut single, I would only assume that there's more on the way. I don't know what you can say or what you don't want to say, but can you at least sort of, you know, say you're working on something else? Um, I, well, I think you caught me, so I don't think there's any way I can get out of this conversation, but yeah, I am. No, that's great. Making, that's great. I, I have, I have, I have a full album coming. I, I do oh, wow. have a full album coming. Um, sorry, I don't know what's going on up there, but. That's okay. Um. Yeah, I have more music coming very soon, actually. Um, Call You Some Time is kind of just like a cute little teaser, so. No, that's great, that's great. Are you gonna be looking to sort of experiment in the overall sound? Are you gonna be looking to go into different directions and just kind of try new things? Or do you think that you found your lane? Um, so my, the rest of the music is quite dark. Like, um, I really wanted to call you some time to be that opener that's kind of like, you know, like Dream Lover by Mariah Carey or, you know, like a really just cute, like bombastic pop song. that's like very like cute and innocent. And the rest of my music very, on the album at least, which is called Pray To You, um, it's, it's, very, it's about the same concepts of call you some time yearning and longing, but in a much more obsessive manner in terms of the production. Um, there's a lot of new wave elements in the album, a lot of Madonna, Michael Jackson inspiration. Um, 
I really wanted to try to recreate the sound of the 80s, but in a modern way. And I think I did that really well with Adam. And um, yeah, I can't wait for that to come out. So nice. Yeah, the 80s influence is the first thing that I noticed, but it's not totally in your face. It's, it's sort of subtle, which I appreciated. I think you've done a great job of sort of channeling some of the past and mixing it with the modern and obviously putting your own take on it. So I'm really interested to see what the rest of your music sounds like as it releases. No rush, I know these things take time. So let's focus on this for now. Um, so my next thing here is obviously, you know, you're a lover of music. You've decided to take this path as a musician. Are there any inspirations in terms of specific artists or bands that you either listened to growing up or your parents had on the car? that, you know, I guess, you know, just kind of spurred you to do something for yourself? Um, when I was younger, I didn't really listen. I didn't have like musicians that I liked. I kind of just listened to the radio. So, sure. um, but going into grade five and grade six, I finally discovered that I really liked pop music. Um, and, you know, of course, as a child, I liked it because of the theatrics and, you know, like the perfect images and, you know, the, that, you know, emperor feeling of like Michael Jackson or Prince and oh, yeah. Bowie and, you know, Britney and every, you know, um, so I, I really liked pop girls and pop music and pop boys. And then when I got into high school, I really discovered the 80s, which I was mm -hmm. never showcased when I was younger. Yeah, definitely and, not um, on the radio too much, but it had to have been an eye-opening experience when the first thing came across. Well, yeah, I saw, I saw men wearing makeup and I saw, you know, Madonna like riding a cross you know I come from a Catholic <laughs> background so I was like um she's going to hell but then I was like oh this is her <laughs> this is her art so um and it really you know allowed me to discover myself truly um and you know I found myself just like writing things like out of nowhere and I realized like oh I'm writing music so, so, you know, I kind of went to a few producers before I found Adam and um, no one ever really connected with me the way that I've connected with Adam because Adam is really, really great at like listening to you and understanding what you want, but also kind of putting his own flair to it. So um, then we kind of pat down that like 80s influence and we I, I really wanted to make sure that these songs sounded like the 80s but they weren't like you know it's not like a stem pack of 80s sounds like I wanted Ooh. them to sound real and that's what there's I'm a saying. lot of real like, I think you've done a great job of like towing that line of it not being full on but it definitely alluding and like paying homage to it so that worked out yeah um, there's lots of real synthesizers in the album and, and this song too. So like synths are my favorite thing ever. Um, <laughs> I get that. But yeah, so I think when I discovered pop music was when I really discovered myself. 
Very cool. Now, do you have like a specific process? Does it always start with a lyric or even like an experience in your head when you start a song? Um, yeah, I usually look for phrases everywhere because I think that anything can be turned into a song. Totally. So I really looked everywhere and um, in terms of this song, I it was very kind of like we wanted to write a song so we sat down and wrote a song. Mm -hmm. um, it was very straightforward and the melody came soon after. It was kind of this weird thing that my friend played but it sounded really good. And I felt that like bell in the background, like the was like a really good, like cute thing. Mm -hmm. So then I really made sure the lyrics were, you know, all the syllables matched, everything was perfect because I wanted it to just be a cut, you know, pop song. Um, but in terms of other songs in my writing process in general, I usually write the lyrics first. Okay. And then listen to a whole bunch of shit and then find, you know, what parts of those songs I think makes good pop song. And then I kind of combine that in the studio. Um, but yeah, it, it takes me a while to write a song actually. Like, I wish I was one of those people that like wrote a song in five minutes, but like, I really need to like, yeah, it takes yeah. me months right. sometimes. Totally. So, and listen, yeah. it's, it's difficult to compare yourself to others. It's like some of the greatest songs ever. Like, yeah, we wrote this song in three minutes and we had it recorded in a day. But you know, like you're your own person. You do what yeah. works for you. And obviously being an artist, there, are, there comes a whole section of perfectionism and you listening to it a hundred right. times. And on that hundredth time, you hate it and you want to scrap the entire thing. So... Yeah, right. I, mean, I guess I suppose it totally just it, it changes on person to person. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, it's different for every artist. Yeah. And so as you continue to make music and obviously, you know, an album on the way, I assume that you're going to want to get out there and perform. Is that correct? Um, yeah, of course, I want to perform. Um, yeah, I, I can't talk too much about that right now. That's but, okay. Um, and this is more on the hypothetical side because it's kind of tough to tour and get that planned at the moment. It is kind of weird right now. So I don't know like how I'm going to be able to, like I'm just, I, I've never toured before. Sure. I, I've done like one basement show, like once. So I have no idea about anything about you know the stages or like yeah. <laughs> I have to consider everything when I'm performing because I love theatric and I need there to be that polish so like totally. I definitely want to go to a big stage big stages are like my favorite thing right. um and you can't really hopeful <laughs> yeah I feel just based uh, on this single and like what you're talking about for your future music it's going to be a spectacle. Like it's going to be an experience rather than just like a stripped back acoustic show. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. And you have to wait for the right moment. Exactly. Yeah. No acoustics. 
no, I'm not sitting down with the guitar. Maybe <laughs> yeah. for my like fourth throwback album or something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, the throwback tour. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love that. So hypothetically, what does the next year look like for you in a perfect world? Um, in a perfect world, um, I would be a billionaire. Yeah, that would be. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, what the hell? I is think. <laughs> I think that. Um, I would. I hope to have at least two more songs come out. Cool. And I don't really know what I'm gonna do for all of the songs in general because there's a like call. Call You Sometime is not even the second best song on the album. Like there's <laughs> so many gems on this album that I really want to be able to showcase all of them individually, but I don't want to, you know, take an album across two years or something like that. No, I um, But hopefully um, a few concerts around my city just so I can warm up um, and in a perfect world, you know, I, I hope that one of my songs get, gets like a thousand streams. That'd be pretty cool. Um, Call You Sometime has 300 right now, so that's pretty good. Um, I'm really proud of that. That's awesome. Um, For a first single, it's like you have to keep your expectations low, so I understand. Exactly. Um, yeah, hopefully the album by the beginning of next year. And I just really want to connect with people this year and really work at it and go to a few events and go straight into, you know, touring and straight into that because I want to build up momentum for myself and my energy. I, I want to really feel like I want to prepare for it. So I'm really just going to release songs over the next few months and I have a few more videos coming. So um i'm really excited about this upcoming year yeah very cool and so in this past year there's been so many amazing like other musical releases i kind of want to know what have you been listening to are there any local bands or musicians you'd like to shout out and kind of just like what's been on your playlist lately um Lately, I've been listening to early 2000s a lot. Um, I like the sampling that they did in the early 2000s. They, they took from a lot of things, but they made it really unique. And I love all the hip hop influence and the R&B. Um, and yeah, I've just been listening to like FKA Twigs and Aaliyah and um, nice Beyonce, you know, like Sasha Fierce. I've just been listening to all the old, not the old, like the yeah the two thousands. You know, like even Paris Hilton had a pretty good few <laughs> songs for a while. You're you're totally uh, right. I remember <laughs> she had her moment. That's funny. Yeah, and she she does DJ sets occasionally when that's a thing. And I heard she's not too bad. 
she honestly good for her like if i was paid a million dollars a dj said i would be a dj like obviously yeah. what are you talking about yeah i would watch every youtube video in the world if someone was like here's a million dollars show up to this club for two to three hours i would love yeah. <laughs> and free drinks on us like yeah okay so, <laughs> what a night yeah it sounds like the dream all right <laughs> All right, Carlo, I have one more question for you, and it's how I like to wrap these things up. But I basically, I want to ask for the person that is going to discover you from this and for the person that is going to listen to your song for the first time, what is sort of like an opening message you have for them as they, uh, as they enter into the world that you've created? Um. this ain't nothing if you're hearing just my first song um you better hold on to something because i'm about to change the pop game and uh i mean i'm coming so no i'm just kidding i'm not kidding but i'm, I'm kidding <laughs> no man hey, um, yeah you can't start off with the best you got you got to reel them in with something good and then you just got to keep them hooked. And I really think that this is going to be that song that keeps them hooked. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I hope the person experiences, you know, whatever feel feeling that I experienced when I wrote this. I don't want my music to be um, straightforward like I want you to interpret it in any way that you feel like you can interpret it like it could be a totally different song than what I imagine it to be so um you know that's why I, I make sure to not mention gender or you know he she her him I want all of my songs to be you know identifiable to like anybody that listens to it so um yeah keep your ears open um if you want to talk to me, message me on Instagram, whatever, email me. I'm down for whatever questions you have or any ideas you have. Um, I love yeah, just enjoy the music and be yourself. And uh, that's, yeah, just. I love that. Enjoy oh, the music. <laughs> exactly. Ultimately, the priority is to listen. So do that. Yeah. <laughs> Carlo, thank you so, so much for taking the time out of your day. I'm really happy that we can make this work. For everyone else who's watching, Call You Sometime is out. Listen to it. Follow along. I know for a fact at this point there's going to be way more on the way. So I say stick along for the ride. I can't wait to see what comes out in the coming months and years. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. And I really appreciate this. And... Yeah, thank you again. And I hope you have a really good day. Thank you. Thank you. We'll definitely talk soon. Uh, take care until of then. Of course. All right. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> See ya. Bye.